you're um, at a place where your organization has been operating for a while and you have been experiencing um, some sort of challenge, maybe growth is slowing, maybe actually it could be that growth is moving. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Wall Street. Black Wall Street. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Black. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the 98th edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. Super excited to share with you all. Today's show is sponsored by Milestone Mental Health Agency as well as Apex Financial Group and the COO team. Uh, We are focused today on best of black business. This is our 10th volume. We're really just uh, an initiative to highlight businesses that are adding value to our community. So without further ado, I want to pivot to our very first guest. We're so excited to have with us one of our sponsors, Ms. Lori Ruffin with the COO team. Uh, She is the CEO and founder, and she is super passionate about helping visionary leaders fulfill their purpose and focus on their passion, utilizing her corporate national and international nonprofit experience to help small business owners and nonprofits get the operating systems they need to grow and to expand. Welcome back, Lori. How are you? Hi. Hi, Blair. I'm glad to be back. Thanks for um, having me back on the show. It's always great to have you. You bring such incredible nuggets. And so, wow, who knew that September was going to come this fast? I've been saying that this has been the fastest and slowest year on record. But here we are uh, in the in the last quarter. So I understand you're going to help us with the September shift today. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. Blair, like like many people, I, I looked up and I was just like, wait a minute, what happened to the summertime? It's it's gone. Like right. we have officially had Labor Day. Children are back in school, online. All of that. Yeah. All the things. And so um, you know, it's it's a sobering reality. Uh, but then I, I I'm excited about it because it gives us an opportunity to kind of get back into um, our new routines and establish new routines as we finish out the year. And so, you know, just thinking about the organizations that we've had the pleasure of serving this year, even yes. throughout the COVID-19 crisis, um, it's been exciting to think about what do we need to be thinking about now. And I, you know, love the idea of this September shift. It's the opportunity for us to um, utilize this kind of recalibrating time to to focus on planning um, and putting things in place that will help us become more sustainable and more scalable and in position to succeed in 2021. No, I think it's perfect, too, and certainly nature supports us in this effort, right? As we witness everything changing, we're certainly reminded that um, there is some change that needs to take place within our business. So let's talk about how you're helping uh, entities put together a strategy so that they are much better prepared for 2021. Absolutely. Well, so right now we um, are working with um, a handful of of organizations that are wrapping up their strategic planning processes. And something that's really exciting about them coming to the conclusion of that process is that it puts them on a track to be able to be in position for the rest of the year so they can start 2021 fresh. 
And so um, the strategic planning process uh, that they've undergone over the last several months has really looked at um, you know, one, helping them clarify their mission, their vision, their values. Um, they needed to do some business modeling work. Um, this particular organization is an affordable housing organization, and they really need to, to look at um, their debt servicing versus um, their capital and really look at their programming and how they're supporting their clients and really say, you know, what do we need to do? What, what do we need to put in place um, in order to be able to continue to acquire Properties to continue to help our clients be financially ready um, to inhabit the properties, um, and what kind of internal infrastructure do we need to strengthen so that we can continue our growth um, trajectory? And so, it's just really exciting that this organization, um, in particular, they've done the work, and early next week they will present um, this. Um, strategic plan to the board for adoption um, and we'll have um, the next steps in place by quarter for the next you know two to three years that will help them know this is what we're doing how why and they'll have that clarity so they can hit the ground running wow I, I think it's huge particularly that you're able to um, help business owners come into this because we can kind of get stuck uh, in the way that we have been doing things, right? And unless we hear from a the COO team to say, well, when was the last time that you looked at your strategy? When was the last time that you kind of evaluated the way that you're doing things? We may not know, you know, and we've seen certainly numbers as high as 60 to 70 percent, right, in terms of um, businesses that have gone completely under due to COVID. And I just wonder, man, you know, you've probably helped to save some businesses um, through um, this kind of work that you do. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I think part of what happens, um, particularly with within organizations that don't survive and have a really difficult time thriving mm -hmm. uh, within changes is the lack of um, ability to really stop and take inventory about what's happening. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes we get so committed to our programs, um, mm -hmm. committed to executing mm -hmm. that we don't see the landscape changing. Something might have been changing with our funding model, something might have been changing within our quality of service or even um, the demand for our services. And if we don't stop and really take inventory by utilizing a tool such as a SWOT analysis, then we don't realize that the, the, the context has changed. And because the context has changed, we need to change and adapt uh, adapt in order to be able to be the right fit for right now. Sure. And so um, that's what a good strategic planning process does. And it's great to engage someone outside of your organization because, again, sometimes we become so wed to our ideas that we're not willing to pivot the way that we need to. And so, uh, you know, when crisis happens immediately, um, that's not the time to do, you know, long-term strategic planning. You kind of need to, you know, quickly look at what's going on and, and move and pivot in the moment. But after you get out of that crisis mode, like no one and no thing can, can stay in that mode um, indefinitely. You've got to slow down and then look and say, okay, what is the landscape telling us? What's happening inside our organization, outside of our organization? Where are we strong? Where are we weak? 
what are the, the new opportunities that have prevented, presented themselves? What are the threats that could t- completely take us out or take us off track from executing our mission? And then say, okay, well, what goals do we need to put in place to address these things? And uh, when you do that, then it, it helps clarify and unify the organization for execution. Um, there's another organization that we're really helping them um, codify uh, their processes and transition their in-person experience into a a 99% online experience. Yeah. You know, and that's really important because clearly the landscape is, is changed indefinitely. We don't know how long we will be in this kind of weird phase three moment where uh, we're still needing to do social distancing. We're still, uh, we have more freedom to move around, but there's still plenty of constraints. And really, even um, a lot of people still don't have confidence in um, navigating like normal because, you know, things are not normal. Things are not um, safe again the way that it was prior to the um, COVID-19 crisis. So I'll just interject briefly here. Uh, if you've just tuned in, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street today, having a conversation with one of our sponsors, Lori Ruffin of the COO team. We're talking about strategy. We're talking about planning um, in this September shift segment. I just wanted to say this to you, um, Lori. I was on a call earlier with some business and community leaders and we were talking about a particular conference that needs to be had for um, the minority business community, you know, bringing together uh, bankers and helping business owners to appreciate how they can leverage their QuickBooks and and various things in order to access capital, right? And the conversation came up about, okay, well, we want to do this in person, so how far do we have to push it out, you know, to make that happen? Uh, and you know, we're all kind of quiet for a second, but then finally someone just addressed that huge elephant in the middle of the room, which is that virtual events, you know, have been great. They have been robust. Content has been, I mean, wow. I mean, I think my personal networking capacity really has gone through the roof um, the last six months, you know, in terms of new connections that I've been able to make and and things like that. So I'd love to hear that you are really helping business owners think through that because, again, another area where we can become stuck is this is how, this is our service delivery model. So kudos to you, <laughs> you know, for... Uh, for, for being in position. But what were you going to say? I was just going to say it's really important for people to think about that. With this particular organization, they're coming from a place of being 100% in person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so if they decided to just wait indefinitely for things to get, quote, quote, back to normal, the organization would literally cease to exist because they would not have a way to do their primary offering. Right. And so... Um, very wisely, and even before COVID-19, um, they began to really consider the idea of becoming, positioning themselves to be more scalable through building out an online offering. And so the CO team has been really helpful to help them um, identify their core DNA. What are the things that cannot be lost in translation that have to be accounted for in this new model and um, we're getting ready to run a pilot um, in October based on the work done over the summer so we're really excited excited about that Um, they've adopted a new technology platform to help house 
um, this online experience mm-hmm. and they're going to be ready. Um, they're going to do a beta test. Uh, they're recruiting uh, their initial cohort and uh, they will be able to collect data from that and, and be able to offer it, you know, in 2021. Wow, fantastic. I would that you would also share um, regarding your executive leadership huddle. I think it's a it's an idea that I'm thinking of stealing if I'm going to be completely transparent. <laughs> but what is it that you're doing with leaders via this platform? Yes. So in 2020, when everything happened with the COVID-19 process, we found our clients really in a place of needing to pivot, you know, again, based on the unexpected COVID-19 restrictions. And so we held a space each week with executive directors to bring their ideas, their problems, their concerns in the areas of strategy, people, and operations to have like a a think tank where people can process their ideas, get feedback, uh, try them on, and we offer that every Thursday at 11 o'clock. And so if anyone is interested and you are an executive director or a CEO of an organization, feel free to join us. You can find out the information, the login information for that through messaging us on our website, which is www.thecoo.team.com. That's the team.com. Uh, we hold that space every week religiously, and we've seen people get a lot of breakthrough through attending and just bringing, you know, their transparent questions um, and ideas. A lot, a lot of times leaders are isolated because they don't uh, have people to process their thoughts with, and so we're really happy to be um, thought partners in that way. Yeah, and, huge. Yeah, I was just going to say, last thing I'll, I'll, I'll mention is we're in conversations with an organization that is looking to sell their company in 2021. And okay. so what we're doing is helping them codify and, and strengthen their infrastructure so that they position themselves as a more attractive company. So it's not just sales, but it's, you know, being an, employ- an employer brand and having um, solid systems that can also help a company be in position for for being sold. Um, So that's another uh, conversation that we're really excited about. I think all in all, it's about using the the next 114 days that we have left Mm. this year to invest in your strategy and invest in your system so that you can be ready for 2021. 114 days. That definitely brings things into perspective. Yeah. It gets real when you put numbers to it, right? Yeah. 114. Mm-hmm. Big number. A small number, you know, but also, I mean, I just see, you know, kind of the bite-sized pieces one day at a time. Um, you know, we can devote energy toward the planning process and, and ultimately build something significant. So. Absolutely. Yeah. What else would you share, Lori? We've got about three minutes remaining. I definitely want to reiterate the contact information and uh, make sure folks know how to get in contact with you. Yes. Well, I definitely want to just invite any executive directors, any leaders that are thinking, if you're um, at a place where your organization has been operating for a while and you have been experiencing um, some sort of challenge, maybe growth is slowing, maybe actually could be that growth is booming and you're like, what in the world do we need to do in order to um, sustain the growth? Um, You may... um, 
be experiencing challenges or, or um, desiring to, to take advantage of opportunities in the area of your people, um, particularly in attracting the right people, um, retaining the right people on your team, growing the team that you have. Um, in those areas, we're able to really help leaders think through what do you need to do um, to strengthen your people systems and processes. These are all areas where we can be helpful um, in being a thought partner. So uh, anyone who finds themselves in a place of trying to figure out what's next, um, you can reach out to us through our website again the cooteam.com and schedule a 15-minute consult. Uh, we can hear what you're facing and give you some quick thoughts around how you can move forward. Um, and then we can talk about, you know, how we can help. Oh, wow. Yeah, thank you for, for reiterating the huddle. It's, um, I'm certainly, <laughs> I'm thrilled. I think I'm going to join it. Lori, yeah. I've got to be there for this, for this energy that you've, um, again created the space for and then how else if i just want to consult with you do you offer kind of like a complimentary where we sit down and talk about where we are what we need yes definitely and you can do that through the website so okay. we have you know complimentary 15 minute um consult to really just talk through what uh you're facing and then we can talk about what the best course of action is we work with organizations really in two ways we have uh, group cohorts where we help organizations build out their infrastructure in community and so each organization develops a independent custom plan for their organization, mm -hmm. but get to do it within community. Okay. And then we work with organizations one-on-one -on -one as well through projects. Okay. okay. All right. Awesome. Um, in, the, in the minute that we have remaining, I had a question, but I think I should save it until the next time we convene because it's going to take, it's going to take, take some time. Well, maybe not. Just answer. What types of organizations do you find that um, really benefit from, from working with you? Yes. Any mission forward organization. So that could be a nonprofit. It could be a social enterprise or a business. Um, we work with organizations as small as having a staff of three, you know, up to, up, up to 100. Okay, um, if, great. Yeah, we can help you in that range. Well, awesome, Lori. You have been dynamic as always. That's www.thecooteam.com. Lori, we certainly look forward to having you back on the show. Thanks. Thanks, Blair. Take care. Excellence is being able to perform at a high level for a long period of time. The next level success is just a step away. Stay tuned. Black Wall Street Today will be right back after a word from our underwriting sponsors. We know you love jazz music. So, let's try some jazz music with a little R&B flavor. some jazz music with a little trap flavor. Jazz and Caribbean. Hey, we mix it up. So, online, look for Grandpa Crunk and enjoy the great jazz music. Grandpa Crunk. Jazz music. Phenomenal. Stay with us online at 
Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street.